Oh, she's sweet but a psycho, a little bit psycho. At night she's singing, ma 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 mine, blee blee blah psycho, blah blah psycho psycho crazy bitch. Yeah, for some reason those pop music was hanging around in my head. I still had the succubus weighing heavily on my mind. It occurred to me that I'd remembered the address wrong. I double-checked my memory, my meat computer, and sure enough, Bryn had told me that the 200 block, and I thought he said the 1800 block. I hope Bryn was okay. It was weeks later, so I went back to First Avenue. There were the poplars and the birches, the creepy roadside. 200s, that's why. It's the 2000 block. Oh, so there was a succubus after all. Night was falling. It was overcast. No wonder I had a psycho song stuck in my head. I was about to meet a psycho. My my third eye must have been wide open. Or some fucking thing. Or maybe it was the peyote or the daisy petals. Or the coffee. I had been drinking a lot of coffee. <laughs> I was jittery. Well, here we were. Uh, that's it. 2580. That's what Bryn said. I was there. I parked the Subaru gently on a snowbank. Hopefully I'd be able to get out later. Put it in park. Put the e-brake up. Turned the engine off. Grabbed my lucky orange. Opened the door. Locked the car. Unplugged the phone. Tried not to slam the cord in the door. Locked the car. So there I was. At the abode of the succubus. I don't know why the spaghetti references, spaghetti western references... But they came in. Who knew where this crap came from? I walked slowly up the driveway, scanning the edge of the building for a doorbell or a knocker. Should I use the front door or the side door? Are there two units here? Come to think of it, I think I I saw Bryn sitting here. There were shoes on the front step with uh, blue soles, black shoes with blue soles. A clashy combination, to be sure. And there was an old banana sitting on the third step. It looked like a piece of dog shit. It was so black and old. And a cigarette butt on the first step. There was a tipped-over planter and a tipped-over dog dish over to one side. I took a step up the first step with the cigarette butt on it, one... Onto the second step, two. Three, the step with the rotten banana. Four, the stoop with the shoes that had blue soles. I rung the bell. I heard it click, and they backed away. Just keep distance. Maybe the, maybe I was lucky. Maybe there was no one home. I noticed there was some bird shit on the side of the building. A red door. 
Nobody was answering. I'll try again. Two. Three. Onto the stoop. Ring the bell. Back up. I'll try one more time. One. The step with the cigarette butt. Two. Three. Banana. Four. Blue soles. Ring the bell. And back away. Nothing. Nobody. I could... It was so quiet. I could... I could hear the natural gas flying through the pipes to keep the place heated. Oh, it was a lovely white noise. I stopped to listen to it. Did a little meditation. I was off the hook. Clearly there was nobody home. Clearly. But what's this? A little tag on the driveway. Was this a clue? 6219887997647. Repeating sevens, repeating nines, and repeating eights. What did it mean? And then on the other side, display box. It was a tag from a display box. Hmm. What could they possibly have a need for a display box? I went to the side door. There was a broom and an awful smell of rotting vegetables. The broom was knocked over, so I picked it up. It was one of those straw brooms, and it had a long handle that someone had painted red, and the paint had chipped off. It had a nice weathered look to it. And the straw was worn down to a nub, barely usable, but still hanging around. I stepped up to the side door. And I rang the bell. I heard it ring through the door. Another red door. With a reverse peephole, or what looked like a reverse peephole. I stepped down the stairs and stepped away for distancing. 2580. In the back, as I peered over the fence, there was another red door, a big red garage door. Made me wonder what was going on in the garage. A red handle on the broom. An old half-smoked roach on the stairs. Red doors at the front and the side. And a big red garage door at the back. Hmm. Well, if Bryn was home, he wasn't answering. If the succubus was home, then she wasn't answering either. There was no car in the driveway, so maybe they'd gone out. Maybe the succubus was having Bryn for dinner. I had to think. I went to the local watering hole, got myself a pilsner. Finally, some decent music. Daisy petals. 
Luna's on the path. Oh, sweet relief. That pilsner hit my soul. It hit my tongue and my throat first, but then it went right into my soul and relaxed me. I had to think. I reached into my coat pocket as I was about to take it off, and I felt a business card in there. My pocket had been empty before. I didn't put a business card in there. I looked over my left shoulder, and I looked over my right shoulder, and there was nobody there. Someone must have put it in my pocket when I was at Bryn's house. I took it out. Sherry forgot. Sherry forget. Co-owner. Co-owner of what? It was just a blank card with some mountains in the background and it was in a green filter on it and black lettering. Sherry forget. Co-owner. Co-owner of Bryn? Is in my head. You raise the blade. You make the change. You rearrange me till I'm sane. You lock the door. Throw away the key. There's someone in my head. But it's not me. Get out of my head. Suck it, get out of my head. Get out!
good long rest. A nap, really. A nap that went all night and well into the morning. So I got up and had some breakfast and checked my watch. One o'clock. Perfect. Who's messaging me? L. Sweet? Who the hell is L. Sweet? Anyway, I set my... I set my phone to submarine so that it wouldn't disturb me. Jesus, who is this? Stop sending messages. Good God. Well, at least they're persistent. All right. I hung a right. I was heading back. Back to the 2000 block. Back to find Bryn and maybe rescue him from a succubus. I was stuck stuck in this northern town and perhaps I would be released if I could do this one good deed Uh, maybe the energy was holding me here I passed a Lay's truck and suddenly felt hungry hungry for Doritos and chips and things things that weren't good for my digestive system I tended to take a little bit of apple cider vinegar in the mornings to try to aid my stomach bacteria I hung a right on Freeman. Freeman Street. Yes, I needed to be free. And this was the way to do it. I turned another right onto first. And I was there. The 2000 block. There were the poplar trees and the birches. And that creepy feeling that something was off. The energy was askew in this strange little cul-de-sac. There was Bryn's abode. It looked like someone had taken the banana off the second step. There were cars in the driveway this time. A large van for passengers. And a little... little Accord. A Honda. For zipping around. I approached. Cautiously. At first. And then faster. I wasn't afraid I'd been here before. I walked across the lawn. It was still covered in leaves from the fall before, and they crunched under my feet. The shoes were still on the stoop, with the blue soles, but the trash had been removed. I rung the bell. Perhaps the succubus would appear. I stepped back for distance and waited. Perhaps another ring. Twice, twice I rung. And now a third time. I waited for Bryn. Maybe they were sleeping. It was early afternoon. After all, maybe I'll try the side door. I went over to the side door. And rung the bell. I rang it three times for good luck. And then I stepped back for distancing. (sighs) 
I felt better today, not quite as creepy. Maybe my job was done. Maybe my just being here had somehow cleared the air. There would be no conflict. Beautiful. I walked away. They didn't seem to want to answer the door, so I suppose it just wasn't meant to be. Maybe my dropping by was enough to clear Bryn's curse. Maybe he'd managed to clear it on his own, because he wasn't sitting on the stoop. Maybe he'd run away. Maybe those were his shoes. Whatever it happened, I hoped that St. Francis guides him on his journey going forward. And on mine. Hopefully the curse has been lifted and I can finally leave this town. Yes. Yeah, there was a warm breeze on the air. A, a zephyr, if you will. And, and it, it, it touched my soul. It, 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 as if to say... Springtime is here, and not just, not just seasonal spring, but a springtime of the soul. I unlocked the Subaru and opened the door and tossed my journalist microphone in and stepped into the car and pulled, pulled my trench coat tail in and closed the door. Then I, then I started the car and and, and, and put it into drive and took the e-brake off and, and started driving. And, and as I did all this, I, I thought to myself, yes, yes, I, I have felt springtime touch my soul. And, oh man, that, that kind of feels good. I think it is time to head, head south or, or maybe nor- north, 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 north. I was heading to South America before, but north... Yeah, yeah, maybe it is time to head north. Wow, and then south. South to find Joan. Who the fuck is Joan? This has been Channeling Hunter, brought to you by Whole Media and the Cosmic Threader. Be sure to follow Cosmic Threader on YouTube and watch the exciting interview show, Gong Show Tarot. Watch the Colby interview, cancel Tim Dillon, and follow Greg Fenning on Twitter.